Hello, welcome to Nerdspeak. This is episode 9. Coming back to you again after our infamously uh, popular Thanksgiving Day special. And we have here, as always, I'm Brian. I'm Ted. And I'm Brendan. I'd like to thank Doc for our new uh, intro music. Oh, no, I not yet. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. It soon. We got something on the way. But not yet. Thought that's what you're doing over there. No, no, no. All right. Sorry, Doc. Next time. We'll get him next time. All right. So we got episode nine. We're here to kick off. And then we got some new, some news and some information, some uh, housekeeping we want to keep up on right now. We've had, we've had a couple of big weeks here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we took a week off after Thanksgiving. So we appreciate everybody's patience for that. Yeah, that podcast took a lot out of us. <laughs> it did. And we also appreciate our live studio audience coming out for that one. That was very nice. But, Brian, you got us set up for a – we have a full-blown website now. Yeah, so we are now nerdspeak.one. That's dot O-N-E. There you can find all of our feeds, um, the trailers that we're reviewing each week, uh, things that we like, our Instagram feed. You know, just a landing place for everything, a way to subscribe to the podcast as well. We are now on iTunes as well. All the back episodes are up. and uh, we also are now uh, live on Patreon. So, uh, you know, Patreon. Explain that for people. Patreon.com uh, forward slash nerdspeak. And that's a way, uh, you know, if you like what you hear, if you, if you want to hear more from us, you can go on and you can pledge a certain amount or donation each show month or one big lump sum and help, you know, cover our expenses. We're not looking to be profitable yet. We're really just in this for the free swag, hopefully, from uh, <laughs> some manufacturers and maybe listening. But, uh, you know, if they want us to review anything or unbox stuff on, on, on the podcast, we can do that for them. Sure. But, uh, but, yeah, if you want to support us and help us uh, get things, keep things going here, we do, we do have some online expenses. We'd like to get some, uh, you know, better recording equipment so we don't sound like we're getting farther away all the time. <laughs> things like that. Um, you know, down the road. Uh, but, but we're in this. We're having fun with it. And we uh, plan on keeping, uh, keeping it up. So that, that would be very grateful and help. There's uh, some rewards we're working out on there right now. They're kind of the, the plug-and-play ones that the, the Patreon suggests, which we'll certainly uh, 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 make good on. But uh, I'm planning to maybe put some more interesting things in there for people. Yeah, we can come up with stuff later on, too, as we get better and bigger. Well, you know, yeah. if we get more sponsors and want us to give away things, we can do it that way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And I think uh, we're on. We're officially on Facebook. We've we got yeah. uh, Nerd Speak on Facebook, which we've invited a lot of people to. And then, what are the other ones, Brendan? So we have an Instagram account and a Twitter account that is uh, Nerd Speak one word, uh, and then an underscore after it. So Nerd Speak underscore. That's us. Okay. Um, and so we'd also on Twitter if you would like to. Holler at us with a versus question if you feel like you've got a category or one that you'd like us to go over. Uh, we'd appreciate if you use the hashtag NerdVS. Nice. Uh, <laughs> then we can easily find it, and we could use it, and then you could get mentioned on the podcast. There you oh, go. Trump is the only one to use Twitter anymore. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, I like that, NerdVS. And I think we're, we're, I think we're to the point now where we're – we're comfortable enough where we can handle versus questions from I our audience. I think so, yeah. I think yeah. it would be fun to we get more people that, yeah. more so people involved. Give us so. some challenge. So. And we, we, yeah, we did that with the Thanksgiving episode, yeah. which everybody heard, and I think that was probably a really good portion. If yeah. you're not familiar with the versus question is, that's what we do to kind of open our show each week. We ask each other a question within a certain topic, um, 
relative to each one of us. So. Yep. Yep. And speaking of which, I think we're good to go to this week's versus question. Let's do it. Brennan, you're up. All right. Brian, if you had to meet a bad guy in a dark alley, would you rather run into Bane or Doomsday? Bane or Doomsday? Ew. It would be really cool to meet Doomsday. <laughs> Just to, like, hang out? Hey, yeah. buddy. Hey, you want to get a beer? Bump. <laughs> but it would be kind of the last thing you probably did. Right. Yeah, and... and uh, and just see what he's like. I would rather it be the, the, the comic version of Doomsday rather than the movie version. Rather than Batman vs. Superman Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. You mean the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on steroids? Yeah, Bane would just, you know, that would be a survivable encounter, I think. You oh, know? you think you could? Oh, yeah. You just got to get on his back and pull the cords out. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's like... That easy, huh? He, he runs on plastic tubing and Batman can't figure out how to cut it every time they meet, so... <laughs> You hear that, Batman? It's just that easy. Yeah. Step your weight up. You've got all these sharp little objects in your belt, and you can't seem to take out a guy whose uh, vulnerability is a plastic tube. So, <laughs> just telling you. And so, yeah, I'd like to meet a. I'd like to meet Doomsday. Okay. Ted. Yes, sir. I guess I've got you this week. So we're going Loki versus Red Skull. In a dark alley. I don't know. I, Red Skull seems to be more of a physical threat, whereas Loki's more of a mind threat, I would think. So, um, I think I could hold... Oh, I can't say that. I hold my own against Red Skull, but I, I don't think I'd want to mess with Loki just because he could fuck with you that much more <laughs> in, in your head, whereas I think Red Skull would be more physical. Okay. So, I think um, I would rather not run into Loki. Gotcha. Take Red Skull head on. Gotcha, so. gotcha. All right, I'm going to flip the question a little bit. Have we got to everybody? You yeah. still no, no. Brandon. Okay, go okay. ahead. Uh, Brendan, uh, for you, I came up with, would you rather run in, who would you not want rather run into, uh, Grodd versus Yellow Jacket? Uh, well, Yellow Jacket I could technically never see coming. That's right. And Grodd I feel like you couldn't miss coming. <laughs> uh, so I feel like... Although he does kind of show up in the Flash episodes kind of like, just out of nowhere. He does, yeah. He seems to be pretty shadows. stealthy for, a <laughs> for an 800-pound gorilla. gorilla. Uh, but honestly, I think I'd rather meet Grodd. Okay. Let's see how that would go. You, you, you want to take him on, huh? Yeah, I'd take on Grodd. I don't know. I mean, because that's pretty bad, because he's both physical and mental. Right. You can get in your head and we'll see. mess with you. We'll see. get a little head device. All right, I just want to flip this question a little bit. Same same pairs. Who would you rather sit down and have a drink with? Yeah. Grodd. Yeah, I could say Grodd. I'd, I'd say Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the answers all the so, way around. So, so the same same three that we're scared of is the ones that we'd <laughs> want to hang out with. <laughs> all right, Brian, what's the latest movie you saw? Oh, let me think about this. Well, shit. You're not going to like this one, but... Did you go see The Arrival again? I think I saw Ant-Man again. Oh. <laughs> That's like three times since we've started uh, It might this. be five now. It's always on. And it's yeah, just one of those true. movies you watch. Which one did I see that I paid for last? was probably The Arrival. Yeah. And then which one did I see most recently? We just watched... Uh, 
Come Kubo? on. Kubo. Kubo. Kubo and the two strings. Kubo and two strings. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. was it? We yeah. Watched, it was, it was very dope. good. It must have been really cool. It was. It was very cool. Not a, not quite, you know, the kids movie. It's a little more adult. and They do that. With what, that what I thought was amazing motion. that I found out after the fact and didn't realize through the movie was that it's a stop motion. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. And it very much seemed cleanly anim- animated. So other than the Beatles' face, you know, his, yeah. his, his facial things were kind of weird. And I was trying to figure out why they were doing it that way. But now that I know it was stop motion, it was very incredible. So, uh, <laughs> Quite, yeah, I enjoyed quite it. Quite an accomplishment. Did you I watch think. it at home? I take it. Yeah, I watched it at home. Yeah, that's definitely worth one checking out. So, Brennan, um, my last movie that I watched was on. What was it on uh, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Uh, before work, I was just crashed on the couch and uh, decided to pop on some Say Anything. Ah, nice. So I watched that one with my aunt Wendy and our friend Jess. Cool. Just reminisced. Yeah. And, uh, enjoyed the uh, old school movie. I'd say that's more Brian's wheelhouse than. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that in the theater. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I know Younger than you yeah. are now. <laughs> if that's any, any consolation. Yeah, it had, yeah. It had Learned all my, you know, most of my moves from that movie. <laughs> well, and I didn't realize that that was Cameron Crowe's first movie. I thought there was one before it, but we went on to IMDb and that was... He wrote Fast Times. Oh, did he? He didn't direct it, though. No. uh, What's-Her-Face did. The same chick who did Clueless and... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget her name. Anyway, uh, but he wrote... Because Fast Times was based on an article he did, I believe, for Rolling Stone. Oh, wow. It started off that way and then it ended up being a movie. Okay. So, yeah, he, he wrote Fast Times. At Ridgemont High, and then say anything came in a couple years later. Yeah. So. Amy Heckerling. Heck, thank you. Yes, that's her name. She directed uh, Clueless as well. That's exactly what I just said. Zoe said. <laughs> okay. She wrote and directed it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing the research stuff here. I can't. Yeah, listen. can't do it all. Uh, what about last you, movie Steve? I watched uh, last night. I watched the majority of uh, Force Awakens as I was cooking dinner, just because it was on. But I want to say over the weekend, we, I can't remember. We watched, we watched, uh, yeah. I think the last one that we actually watched was Hell or High Water. Was that good? We didn't talk about that yet. Yes, it was. I really wanted to see that. It was really good. I liked it. It was Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, and Ben Foster. And Ben Foster, Chris Pine play a pair of brothers who... It picks up in the middle, like they're robbing banks in Texas. Local banks, yeah. And the thing of it is, with this movie, that like you really, you don't realize it until like the movie's almost over. But there's this this whole underlying subtext to the whole movie. Okay. Where they're they're just dropping hints to you know throughout the entire movie, and then you it it's almost like a subplot that you're putting together as the movie goes on. Okay. I mean, you're watching these two guys rob a bank, and then there's this main plot with Jeff Bridges and his buddy after him. But, I mean, th- then you kind of, like, put the whole subtext of everything together, and it starts to make a lot more sense. And it's a lot more of – it's, like, it's relevant because that subtext plot deals with something that's going on in our world today that doesn't get talked about at all, which is kind of creepy hmm. to think that that's the world we're living in. But 
Yeah, it was really good. I don't think... I mean, they kind of tried to push it for, you know, as like an Oscar contender. I don't think it's going to get that love. No? No. Um, but I enjoyed the hell out of it a lot. And um, I liked it very much, so I, I highly suggest it. So, good. Yeah. Definitely worth worth a watch there. And it's out on uh, disc now, so you can pick it up pretty much anywhere. Oh, nice. So... All right, I think we're uh, ready to move on to our movie trailer review. Uh, Brian, which are we, what are we going to do this week? This week, we are going to review the trailer for The Office Christmas Party. That's coming out here um, real soon, like next this, week? This weekend. This weekend. The 9th. Yeah. Um, I saw Seems this, appropriate. Yeah. I saw this for the first time a few weeks ago, I think maybe when we went to see The Arrival. Oh, but, really? Uh, <laughs> first uh, movie trailer that I gut laughed out loud in a long time yeah. at the theater. Um, Isn't this the same team behind that did Horrible Bosses? Is doing I this one? I think so. Or it's a mashup between Horrible Bosses and uh, Hey! Wow. Oh, hang on a second. Oh wait, I think we have our first Patreon uh, uh, member caller. I, I think we have our first caller. Hello, caller, are you there? Uh, yes, I am here. What, what can we, we're, we're recording a podcast. What can we do for you? Um, it has been uh, brought to my attention that uh, a certain person of your group has really, really, really wanted to see the multiple death of the Falcons. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about uh, the multiple death of the Bothans? Many Bothans died. Many, many Bothans died. Many Bothans died. Many Bothans died. And, and um, you're expecting this? Podcast was used to prove certain people wrong. Who will stay unnamed? Well, uh, hang on a second. I think we're okay talking about it. Brendan wanted the sole purpose of this uh, podcast to prove me wrong. Yeah. So go ahead with what what you're talking about. Well, I am going to have to collect his Star Wars card for the simple fact of the death of many Bothans do not happen until before the Battle of Endor. So you're saying that happens in Jedi and yes, not in Jedi. And not the new oh, home. Oh, it was the second Death Star. So it's the second Death second Star Death where the Bothans all die. Damn it! This will be the group of people who beam the transmission to the Tantive Four to Princess Leia, who ends up becoming a rebel spy and a traitor to the Galactic Empire. <laughs> so we're safe to assume that Brendan was wrong about something. <clears throat> Would you agree with that, caller? Uh, yes. Look, we're not here to prove me wrong. We know that that happens on the regular. <laughs> I think we just enjoy the fact that we could say that you're wrong and we every have a once in a while. Caller. And we have a first-time caller. Whenever the time comes, it's always enjoyable to prove you wrong, Brendan, every <laughs> single time. It is such, such sweet dessert to my pizza pie. <laughs> and I guess we also have to thank you. You are our first Patreon Contributor? Contributor? Uh, yes. yes, I am, actually. That is wonderful. Ooh. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Enjoy the podcast. Keep up the good work. We shall. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you You're soon. Welcome. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> oh, sorry. I uh, I got a phone call I feel about, like, uh, about how wrong you were. I feel like so. that might have been prompted. <laughs> You know, I mean, if, if they had access to us, you know, I think we deserve to let them have it. 
So, so yeah, so so is the second Death Star when many Bothans died. Correct. Yes. Damn it. Yeah. I was hoping to get to see a Bothan. I was just wanted to see a Bothan on the big screen. So uh, do we even know what they look like? There was one I in the Tartovsky like. Clone Wars. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. That was. Uh, Thank you, Corey, for calling in. We do appreciate that. So, Brian, Office Christmas Party. Looks fun, huh? Yeah, so it's written by uh, Justin Malin and Laura Solon. Solon? S-O-L-O-N, sorry. Directed by Josh Gordon and Will Speck. Uh, so not uh, not, not from the Horrible Bosses, bosses and not from uh, um, oh, uh, the other uh, shit. Um, trilogy... Hangover? Hangover. That's the other one I was no, thinking that's it might have come from. Todd so. Phillips. That's Todd Phillips. Right? Yeah, so... Uh, no, these guys, uh, closest thing to it that some of these people have been involved in was Blaze of Glory. Okay. All right. All right, I can see that. And the Switch. So a lot of a lot of crossover with the actors, though. You're seeing, you know, Jason Bateman and... Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, and so there's a lot of that stuff going on. Sure. Friends, Olivia Mum. You know, you can't go wrong with her. At least Aaron Rodgers thinks so. Yeah. All right. So, uh, where are you uh, thinking? That's gonna pull in the Christmas crowd, or because uh, Bad Santa Two came out and it swung and miss. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's, that that's a that that's didn't a, deserve a sequel. That didn't deserve a sequel, <laughs> and it was a it was a car scenario. That was a see it on you know HBO success, not yeah. a theater box office success. By any means. Which I mean, it was kind of the thing that worries me about these movies because I feel like I feel like late '90s this movie would definitely kill. Office party? Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like nowadays, like movies like this, people don't want to pay uh, fourteen, fifteen dollars to go see in theater. I don't think. I think post election, people are going to see this movie. Okay. They want to go out and see people get stupid crazy, especially a lot of forty somethings, which this is going to be about. You know, a bunch of forty somethings. Yeah. yeah. Going out and getting lit. Stupid crazy. <laughs> Apparently. You know, it's it, it looks fun. You know, I I'm all for it, man. I definitely want to go see it. Yeah, I definitely want to go see it as well. I think it's kind of hard because a lot of you get a good rated R move, rated R comedy out there, and it does well. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, and there's nothing else out there like that right now. So no, there's not. Whether it's about Christmas or but a good funny rated R movie, and and it's a little bit more highbrow. You get just Jason Bateman and all those guys, and it tends to be a little more, you know, some good. Yeah good one-liners yeah you're getting um, solid, solid comedy what's her name from uh kate mckinnon kate mckinnon and, and yeah. i, I like tj like miller is yeah tj miller's a riot hilarious um i love him and uh well, it's the hbo uh silicon valley, silicon silicon valley. valley. Yep. he's great in that um olivia mom's hysterical i mean mine she has two ends on her sorry mine <laughs> I got a little stuffy nose. That's all. Mm. So uh, I used to watch her on G Four when she was doing. Oh, shows yeah, like on there. there. Yeah. She was great. I was super jacked for her to play Psylocke, and then for them to just Shit crumble the it up and fucking <laughs> backboard it off the trash can. We're gonna squeeze you into this outfit. All right, thanks. I actually like Kate McKinnon's character in this better than I did Ghostbusters, just okay. from the trailer. All right, Easy. just yeah, calm down. Brendan, what do you think this is gonna pull in opening weekend? Opening weekend. Do you th- first of all? Two, two-parter. Do you think it's, it'll win the, the weekend box office? And what do you get? What's your guess for it? Okay. I kind of like Brian's theory on this. Post-election, everybody needs a laugh because, well, I'll be dead or dying soon. Uh, so I say, yeah, I definitely say it takes the box office this weekend. 
because I think Doctor Strange has slowed down enough and uh, Arrival's way in the back. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I so I say I say it takes box office this weekend, and I say it hits. I'm gonna say ninety six. Wow. Ninety six. Ninety six million. In one weekend? Right? Is it? Or is that too high? That that's that's relative. That's pretty that's good pretty opening good. for, so, okay, for so rated R comedy. Okay. I mean, so. Strange did what? One hundred thirty six U.S. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then let's tone it down and we'll go. Let's say sixty nine thousand. Do you think that's too low? Wait, sixty nine thousand? Sixty nine million. Sorry. Sixty nine million. Okay. Yeah. Brian, what about you? Well, what else is coming out? So we got. Wow, there's quite a few movies coming out December 9th. Um, but nothing like. Yeah, really they're, good. Be they're all like limited Keystone's, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Keystone Cinema shit. I think it's. I think it's gonna be do. I think it's gonna do well. I don't think it's gonna be like a box after smash. I don't think there's a lot else coming out this weekend, and everything Big else is kind of. Uh, you got the bounce back. That's going to be in 600 plus theaters. Office Christmas Party's getting the widest release at 3,100 theaters. Uh, then something called Miss Sloan. So okay, so I mean, yeah. you know, everybody's laying low because Star Wars comes out next week. So oh, I'm sorry, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is coming out next week. Right. And they're not, you know, so no one wants to release too much around that. Right. Um, so they're getting a, they're getting a punch in early. They're going to be the I think they'll be the dominant box office take this weekend. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say somewhere around 72 million. So 6972. Okay. Hang on 69? one second. <laughs> Before I give my prediction. Okay. Are you like looking up box office predictions? No, I wanted to see where uh, Moana was. And last weekend it did 87. I think this is going to come in second to Moana. I think Moana is still going to pull in somewhere around the 60 million. And I say Office Christmas Party is going to come yeah, in. I thought about Mo- Moana because I'm going to say Office Christmas Party is going to come in around 40 million. 40, huh? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to say second behind Moana. I forgot about Moana. I did too. Well, not a whole lot of people did. So. Okay, um, since we're talking about box office, you want to talk about box office leaders? Yeah, we go into that. that. Uh, Moana pulled it in this last weekend. Again. Again. Uh, so it's a total gross of $120 million so far, to 28 this past weekend. Fantastic Beasts got another 18 mil. So they're getting up there. Then Arrival coming in number three this week. <laughs> it's, for it's, a whopping it's, it's, seventy-three total gross. It's it's a it's a slow burner. Yeah. Um, you guys still haven't seen it, so you really can't say anything. Uh, Allied, then Doctor Strange, Trolls, Hacksaw Ridge. And, and where's Doctor Strange at now? Total global. Total two tw- twenty two uh, hundred fifteen million. I think that's just U.S. Right. It's got to be domestic. That's total gross. That's that's domestic total that's gross. Yeah. Domestic total so, gross. So so yeah. and, and then what did you say Arrival did 70, 73 million? But it cost a lot less. Fifteen. Okay, I just wanted to make sure our math was right there. See, so so far they've both made about the same amount of money. You got a budget of 165 million on uh, Doctor Strange with 215. So there you got about 
that? Uh, that's 50 mil. You know, we're getting close. We're, they, may, they may make the same amount of money. I hate math. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I, you know, I never thought it was going to beat Doctor Strange like until the fifth week. So. All right. And right, it did. right. But it, I don't think we're surprised by anything. Moana and Fantastic's yeah. Beast still holding where Top they need years. to. So, yeah. Um, all right. And then uh, let's talk about some movie news. Brian, what you got? I have got Brendan for you here to talk oh, about Brendan, his, sorry. his thing. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Because uh, I didn't know we were going to movie news already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, my bad, you guys. I forgot we were skipping over the other trailers. I apologize. All right, we've got we got a couple more trailers. Got new trailers yeah, we got this a week. bunch. Well, yeah, we did. In the past two weeks, we've gotten a lot. Um, uh, Guardians got the got the full trailer. The full teaser trailer, I think, is what they're calling it it's now. It's a two and a half minute trailer. It, I think they're calling it a teaser because you don't find out anything about the story. Because okay. because I've been hearing that there's story t- trailers now is what they're oh. calling it. So I think you get the well, we got. S- we you get, get the teaser, teaser to a trailer, right? And then you get the trailer, teaser trailer, then you get the story trailer, then you get the third, and then you get the final trailer. The final. Gotcha. So I think this is considered the teaser trailer. I think we may well, have to start segmenting our movie news into these categories. <laughs> so in this next Strap week, in we will, for another hour, folks. This yeah, next no week, kidding. we will come up with a new category of how we we'll review our movie trailers. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so uh, Guardians, it comes out and it sets the record on YouTube for the most views I within the like time. I feel like that happens every week. Now. Yeah. I, I think Transformers did almost the same thing right after it, right? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. But uh, the thing with Guardians, that I, and the reason why I brought up the whole teaser trailer versus story trailer, is that I felt like we didn't find anything out. Like, That's true. Like there, I still don't understand like, there's what no that story structure. Is, yeah. what's Rocket going to blow up. We haven't seen any of Kurt yet. I think the only thing that we can say is it seems to be like last year's theme, or not last year, but the past couple of years' themes with like superhero movies, is that it's a big blue beam of light coming out of the sky with junk surrounding it. it was almost like in every single movie. Someone and now we have, today. yeah, I did. <laughs> and now we have a bunch of small little ships that all kind of move in rhythm, like what we saw with Star Trek Beyond, yeah, and um, whatever the hell else movies it's been in. We see that stuff going on, like behind uh, Chris Pratt and oh, with some of the so other good. shots. But I, I'm hoping that's not final boss or anything like that i'm hoping that's like intro scene or something i feel so. like that and the giant space monster have got to be fairly intro right yeah uh but we did get two new things from this teaser we did get to meet mantis yes which uh, looks she's the new character looks good and pretty pretty funny scene to put her in oh god dude i fell out of my damn chair <laughs> when dave batista starts laughing like that it, that dude is going to end up stealing this whole whole universe if they're not careful I mean, they, like the guardians already have i feel like everybody is all about rocket Groot. yep you know now drax is gonna get his time in the light i hope so and He's it's like the hilarious. two main characters are like i mean they're don't get me wrong they're well liked but i feel like they are like the least liked out of the top five if that makes sense like they're all very well liked i mean quill and gamora yeah okay I just feel like they're definitely on the bottom of everybody's favorite characters in that movie, or in, in what will True. not be those movies. Well, yeah, and they're they're more of exposition characters, whereas I think the other three are 
you can call them com- comedic relief or, you know, they don't have to progress the story necessarily. True. You know. So, we'll find out, though. And we uh, did get our first sneak peek at Awesome Mix 2 with Fox on the Run. Yeah. The track that they used. So yeah. I thought that was awesome. Can you imagine the amount of pressure he feels? He has to after that first one. I feel like album sales for, album sales for I, that movie may have done better than the movie. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even talking about the movie itself. I'm talking about the freaking soundtrack. That's and the fact, yeah. yeah, it was the best-selling soundtrack. Of all time, of right? All time. I bought it on iTunes. I bought it on vinyl. I bought it on CD, and I think I also bought it on vinyl for a gift for somebody. So they definitely got a solid chunk of my money for that <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine the pressure just to pick out the songs. Yeah, I mean, and the cool thing is, is that I think he said he had the songs picked out as he was writing the movie, or even yeah. before. So. And I did read something where I think the only artist that's going to get repeated would be Dave, is going to be David Bowie. Well, that makes sense. Which is kind of cool. So, um, Brian, would, we got a Transformers trailer as well this week. Transformers trailer hit teaser trailer, I guess. Right? They're calling this, or is this the yeah. first? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. the teaser trailer. So, it's a whole uh, bunch of pretty pictures. Yeah, a lot of pictures. Yeah. A lot of you know. Well, there's a lot of setup too. Like you know, they leave us to believe that there's some sort of conflict between B and Prime. It seems like Prime and everybody. And yeah. everybody, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Obviously, we see Prime floating out in space. Pretty cool music. I hope Anthony, know, Anthony Hopkins, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, Anthony Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins talking. voiceover. So that's, you know, you had a, a British uh, knight on any roster, and it's going to help improve it. So uh, Marky Mark's back, and and we'll see. I don't Josh know. Josh Duhamel's back. It, yeah, and Josh is back from, you know, what, one and two? Three. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Josh Duhamel. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, I think it's man just, crush. Yeah, I think it's just going to be. I think it's going to be a much better movie than the last couple. I hope. Well, um, hopefully <laughs> they don't have to try very hard. Yeah, <laughs> swinging for the fences. On yeah, that. I hope. And it seems like we see some things that look like it could be um, Unicron, possibly Cybertron. Potentially, yeah. So there's a lot of good little uh, things left in there. We know Dinobots are going to be in it. I was going to say we're going to get more Dinobots, right? Yeah, got a dragon in it. Yeah. supposedly like I mean the well he was the in the hill, last movie the hill yeah. at the beginning of the trailer is supposed to be Excalibur if I'm wrong I read that somewhere hmm. I don't know I, I think it's they're just trying to play up the fact of what he says in the trailer of like why do they keep coming back here right. there's there's something here that and I'm sure that's what Prime finds out when he's floating in space and then he comes back and there's a reason why he's gutting Bumblebee which Ugh. is going to be inside Bumblebee which will probably lead to the solo bumblebee movie that we're getting and yeah so prime stash up in bumblebee and he's come back for it stop michael bay (laughs) just stop as long as they can get back on some sort of track that makes sense you know that would be much better and so i so like and i feel like this may be a fair question to you two especially since you guys were like large fans of the tv show i mean like really guys is it that far from the cartoon series with giant robots fighting each other and shit exploding everywhere. It's way removed. Like, everybody shits on Michael Bay for this movie, but I'm like, it's, he's, it he's seems been, like a cartoon brought to life. Yeah, he's been way removed from the cartoon. Um, Crazy storylines about 
fucking robots from space and well, somebody I mean, else comes. Okay, well, th- there's a big difference is that that's written for three and five and seven-year-olds, and this is written for... Oh, hell no. That was written for college age. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, he their, talked, like, their... in the last episode about him and his college buddies, like, that was racing their, home that was after their, class. That was their demographic. I mean, they knew what they were doing. Um... But yeah, I mean, they were impossible toys for a three or five year old to play with. You couldn't. I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, just the TV show, though. I mean. I mean, this was of the age of where you know, the government got involved because they were marketing cartoons as advertisements to sell toys. You know, it was the GI Joe and the Transformers and the He Man and all that stuff. So. He Man. He Man. Men. There were multiple. <laughs> There's only one He Man. But uh, the others are masters of the universe. Sorry, sorry. Get that straight. But I think he just really got. I mean, like the last few movies where you know you get some characters. You know, like the last one that we had Autobots and stuff we've never even seen or heard of, mm-hmm. which is fine. But it was like all of them, mm-hmm. and the supporting cast wasn't there. He, I mean, it was such a there's such a depth of really good characters that could be. You know, you don't take Soundwave and turn him into a satellite. Yeah, right? I thought that was wacky you know, as shit. <laughs> that was like that was like the one Decepticon everybody wanted to see. I mean, he was a giant boombox for Christ's sake. No, he was a Walkman. So yeah, Blaster, yeah. Blaster was the boombox. Oh, he really was an boombox. Autobot. I thought okay. I look. I know you, it's if not you possible. Put, to have, you don't want to have a Walkman now, but. If you want to put giant robots on the screen and have them fight each other and almost blow up my planet, that's fine. Just have it make sense. Yeah. Robots don't need to breathe, so you're not going to see their breath. <laughs> There's not a desert behind the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Okay, that has been accredited as, like, the most faulted movie in the world. I mean, just have it I mean, make like, that's, sense. That's, that's, so that's my that's, biggest complaint. That's what I'm asking, is that, like, just some of the... Robots aren't racist. <laughs> Uh, you don't know that. I mean, you don't come from a robot planet. You know, Megatron's never looked right. It, just the look of the robots. Oh, yeah. The only one that they ever come close with is Prime. And he, you know, and they uh, change, Bumblebee's relatively close. I mean, yeah, for updating yeah. where it is. They change all much. the time, and they, yeah, you know, it's just, just some consistency. You know, I don't like the I idea mean, that they can just look at whatever, and all of a sudden they're a completely different robot in the way they work. I, yeah. I would buy the fact that they can skin themselves a certain way, but underneath. They're the same thing. They still have to have the same skeletal structure. The same for, function, you know. And, yeah. You know, this seems to change every time they transform. So, and Jazz was notably one of the most racist cartoon characters of the eighties. But they were all, they yeah, were but he all was, great characters. You, you got the transforming <laughs> city. I mean, he's got a, he's got too much. I don't know why he's inventing other robots. When there's the characters, shoes, there. when there's characters sure. that That's everybody like how Singer wants to did with like X Men, and like I feel like it's some of those like he crowded it with. Either yeah. ones that were well known and only got like two set like Jubilee, for example. Yeah. Used her all up in the promos and then she was in it for two seconds and right. had maybe two lines. Well, and like, we still never saw any firework powers. The only thing that saved the last Transformers movie, if it was saved, was the fact that they promised Dinobots. Yeah. You know? That was what you know Duke really and, sold that movie to everybody. And, yeah. Well, and you they got didn't even Mark. use those very well. Yeah, I thought they used those terribly. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I don't know. I mean he's my my peak on this is minimal, so. Well, it looks like we've gone. You know, it's almost like the, the Planet of the Apes level where, the world's been destroyed and now we get to kind of start over. So. Right. Maybe it will be a good reboot. And then, uh, 
And then our last trailer we're going to discuss is, discuss is uh, the Mummy, Mummy Ghost Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> Big old thumb down fart noise from uh, Brendan. Just, oh my gosh. It's like when you talk about wanting to bring a Universal Studios monster line, universe if you will, together. And it's like you're telling me that it starts with Dracula, uh, Dracula Untold, which was horrible. <laughs> you and actually then, saw it, right? Oh, yeah, I saw it. Uh, and then it, this mummy... So you're the person. <laughs> yeah, the one person that saw it. And this mummy trailer just did nothing for me. It mm. didn't do anything for me in the sense that it's supposed to be the mummy. Right. It seemed like a really cool Mission Impossible, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, it was you know, almost the same, you know, all the crazy stunts in midair without a parachute shit that he does all the time now. Yeah. And it was not a good mummy story. It didn't, from beginning to end, didn't seem like a good mummy story. No. Um, now they say, you know, the stuff they've been talking about, the writer's stuff, is that this is supposed to scare the shit out of you. Okay. It is supposed to be a more horror-based mummy and not so much the action-adventure things that we had right. before uh, with the Brendan Fraser ones, which were great. Which were awesome. So I don't know. I don't know what the, you know. Maybe this te- this trailer is just maybe it's a teaser trailer. It's another teaser trailer for sure. It's the first trailer, and that's what I, this category's for. First trailer, first ones, but and and they kind of like. I thought the mummy itself looked. She looked kind of cool. Uh, I did. I mean, like the the, the split eye, the four I, irises. Yeah, that, neat, but I. I don't we're know. We're also I, bringing in a sexy girl mummy instead of you know boris karloff right which That's is 2016 the so, yeah. same the uh girl who who was in um kingsman who played the samuel jackson sidekick yep yeah. sophia buella or whatever is that um, who was doing it yep That's she's easy. the mummy uh directed by alex kurtzman uh which i don't think he's directed a whole lot he, i think it's gonna be a good fun movie i just don't think it's necessarily gonna scream the mummy to oh, me. right. You know? He's in the J.J. wheelhouse. Okay. He's part of uh, Alias, and um, he's attached to direct the Venom movie. So I, he's, I think he spent most of his his career so far as a writer. Okay. Well, so. I mean, if he worked on Alias, maybe we got something, but I don't know. I just, yeah, it didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. Fringe. Transformers Prime. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm not interested in this. I mean, it's another Tom Cruise movie. Who? Yeah, <laughs> basically for our home audience, that's a jerk off motion. Uh, we'll see though. I mean, give it the benefit of the doubt. Definitely watch uh, some more trailers as they come out, but we'll see after that. So, all right. Now we ready to move into some movie news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll each take a topic. So mine, uh, since you prompted me before. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, so we got a little teaser of a teaser. So this is the night before Spider-Man Homecoming trailer teaser trailer supposed to come out. So we got a teaser to that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, delivered by, it was posted by Captain America. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Under yeah. the post. Uh, where uh, uh, Happy. Happy, Happy brings in a gift package from Tony to... To uh, Peter Parker and and he gets his upgraded suit. It looks like, and it's gonna have wings. 
jumps up the Washington yeah. Memorial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spans his wings out. So, that, you know, good, awesome way to bring call back to some of the old Spider-Mans where he had the, the wings in his armpits. The web, yeah. So that's the web wings. The web wings. So he gets to upgrade the suit, and then uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. That looks oh, it's supposed to be tomorrow night during Jimmy Kimmel. It's supposed to be released online. Ugh. So is what I heard. That dude is so lucky that his show is on ABC. Oh <laughs> uh, no shit! I yeah, feel he, like otherwise, like I don't feel like he'd last as long. And they also now he's hosting the Oscars this year. Okay. Jimmy Kimmel is so that should oh, be pretty be funny. I got to be honest. The one thing that scares me that I saw in this what was it twenty second teaser eighteen eighteen second teaser that I did not like and I didn't care for was this whole. And I really hope they don't do it do, do it a lot in the movie. Was the whole handheld thing the GoPro? I think that that was dope. If no, anybody, no, no, like like especially like when they're in the hotel room. That's what I, like that's it's a GoPro is what he would be. Well, like, what, would, whatever it was, well, I'm just kind of like yeah, I don't I don't need a found footage Spider Man. It's not, but okay, it's so, not like found like I mean it's like live videos. And if no, anybody, it doesn't. The rest of it doesn't. This is just. Spider-Man, this is just a teaser. T- you know, it's meant to look rough and found. And no, So do you think this was filmed exclusively for this? No. Not every teaser trailer is going to look like oh. a shaky cam. No, I think this was made for this very reason. Uh, the whole scene with Happy, I think this was written. Because he pulls this was it done. back on himself, so I feel like there definitely is a camera. And if anybody is going to be filming with a GoPro... I pray to God it's Spider-Man. Because, it, you know, Spider-Man's not going to look into his camera and go, hey, this is so great. Which I'm watching over and over again. He just did, though. That's yeah, no, Without a mask on. Well, like, that's, like, the thing is, that he is, is wearing his old outfit in this. So so now he's wearing his but, old outfit. But the note well, card, I tried to get this. So he looks at a note card, and the note card says, a minor upgrade, TS. Right. So it's a minor upgrade to the suit that Tony's already given him in Civil War. <clears throat> And Wait, he's got so his he's got his old web slingers on. He's got his old sweatshirt thing on. So maybe he did something to the other suit. And so Tony sent him. Uh, somebody's getting frustrated over there. Because yeah. I tried explaining this for twenty minutes before we yeah, started, she did. and I got shit on by both of them. But he was not wearing the old costume. <laughs> no, that's not. No, I said he was wearing old. He had the old web slingers on. I didn't think he had the old costume on. I thought he was just wearing a hoodie. Is what I said. No. This this is not the scene where he gets the costume for Civil War. No. no. Okay. This is completely different, and then the thing says a minor upgrade from Tony Stark. So maybe Tony takes a suit back to upgrade it. Maybe you know, and, but it's and definitely like a GoPro it. that he's wearing. You're talking about Tony Stark. He ain't taking shit back. He's just gonna give you a new one. All right. Well, because he physically go. takes the thing, the camera off his head, and then aims it at his face. Right. So he is wearing a GoPro camera. So maybe he was just out goofing around. I don't know. We'll find out in the movie in a year. <sighs> Damn you. Mark it now. Um, definitely looking forward to that tomorrow night. Good reason to stay up. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll Ted, see. what's your news? Uh, came out today that Guardians, the sequel for Guardians, is not going to have any MCU connections. So no connection to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. James Gunn was uh, answering some questions on Twitter. And a fan asked the question this week about how adhering to the MCU continuity excuse me, has affected him making the film. And he said, quote, I'm so out in space, unconnected at this point, outside of Thanos in Volume 1, I've never had to deal with, any, with even a single moment of continuity. Uh, so this is not going to have a stone. stone in it. 
Seven. And it's not because we're going to enter Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor's and seven. so we're not, and this is not going to have anything to do with what. So no Thanos. No Thanos in this one, straight up. I'm and wondering how they get Nebula then. I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, she dipped she, off in the last movie. Right, but. she ain't gonna go back to him. Mm-hmm. So she has a daughter. But I think it's funny that, like, Guardians was like, in in that phase was like the the. The breakout hit, like the one that nobody expected, right? right? And I think that the anticipation for the second one is so high, and that they're just like, "Yeah, we're we're good. We're gonna pull our own weight. We're gonna do go do our own thing." Well, it's the way it's always been in the comics too, for the most part. Very little did their storyline cross over yeah. into it. Not well, sure, until, yeah, yeah, not until the movie when they started bringing everybody into it. So I think it's it, it's it's cool to see that the Guardians are doing their own thing, their own world. They're pulling their own weight, both box office wise and story wise. I think the weird thing though is that they're going to have to hurry to do the connection of them to the Avengers because they're showing up in Infinity War. Well, and I mean, granted, well, the whole Doctor movie, Strange is just going to go pull everybody in, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but the movie itself could have nothing to do with the MCU while the Stingers. Could do that work. Right. Could tie it together. Could, in some weird way. Because we're not... And James... I mean, because it said, what, James Gunn, James Gunn has filmed the next four Stanley appearances? Right, the Stanley cameos. Right. So, I mean, I'm just saying he could have his toes dipped into where... Well, that could he also can be... say some shit like, yeah, our movie has nothing to do with the MCU, but the Stingers do. Yeah, but that's also probably going to be Stanley sitting in front of a green screen for you know well, five hours. Just saying, is it could happen. It, it could, but because I just don't and I don't, I don't like... think I don't think they have a say. I don't think they decide what the singers are going to be within the movie. I think Marvel decides that, and then they place those where they want to. Say that again. Like I don't think like the writers and directors have a say as to what the stingers yeah, are going to be. Yeah, they're not doing the stinger. The stinger's being produced separately and then right. appropriately right, applied. Because, by the same guys, right? because, like, the stinger for Doctor Strange with Thor, that was directed by the guy Tiki. who is, yeah, Tiki doing the doing Ragnarok. So I think, uh, you know, uh, D- Scott Dickerson, Derrickson, whatever his name is, didn't know or didn't have a say in that. Huh, so okay. they do that. And, I mean, and they've done that with the other movies, too. I didn't know that. Um... Like the Ant-Man stinger, which was Cap and Falcon with Bucky on that giant magnet. That was done by the Russo brothers. That wasn't done by, um, what's his face? So Peyton. Peyton, yeah. Well, we've been kind of getting a movie-related stinger and then a future... Future, like... Referencing a, a, a future-forward trailer stinger in most of the movies lately, so... Sure. We've all come to expect two of them, and one seems to have, like, a little comedy element uh, lighting up the end of the movie and then one has to set us forward into the next one i think i think the biggest thing that i'm questioning from this though is how are they going to get them so involved so quickly it almost makes me think that they're going to find out about what thanos is doing and then just show up on their own you know very well could yeah you know because they kind of kind of going to have like this guns for hire feel i think in this in the second volume so we'll see what you got, Brendan? Uh, I'm super excited because DC announced, a, or didn't, I mean, they announced it back in July, but 
we got our first teaser poster, which is another section that we can add. <laughs> uh, for Teen Titans, the Judas Contract, uh, they're somehow going to work that famous storyline into their animated series collection. Um, the interesting thing with that being that the original one, uh, while it introduces Terra and uh, is the first appearance of Nightwing, uh, Nightwing's already involved in the Teen Titans, because this is supposed to be acting as a sequel to Teen Titans versus Justice League. Okay. The stinger in that was Terra floating on a rock towards Teen Titans Tower. Have we watched that yet? Mm-hmm. We did? Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, and so with Terra coming, I was hoping for something like that, but uh, I was interested, I was wondering how they were going to do it, given that they don't have the proper, they have all the proper characters, just they're not in their proper sections. All right, you're going to have to remind me, Teen Titans versus Justice League. This is when her dragon comes back and takes over the Justice League because he wants Raven to come home with her, him, and she's like, no, I'm good. We watched that? Gosh. I don't remember, bud. Yeah, Sorry. Dude. Yeah, the four eyes. Trigun, first Trigun. off. Raven's dad. Right. The big red horned beast with four eyes. Took over the Justice Reminisces Lakes. of something from Asgard. The shooter, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to remember. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. Well, you know, we were supposed to watch Killing Joke six months ago, so. Well, tell me about that. Uh, so anyway, so with a title like that, you can assume that they're bringing Deadpool back and I just kind of wonder how they're going to handle it. Because I, initially I would bought that comic book series while we were at Comic-Con this year, but it was uh, taken in the robbery, so I didn't get a chance to actually read it. So. Right. Not Deadpool. Yeah, I'm like, or sorry, about? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Uh, I'm like, wow, I missed a crossover. Whoops. <laughs> uh, so I'm not, so I mean, like, and I've, I mean, I've read up on it and stuff like that. So, sure. You know, but it'll be interesting. I really like the Teen Titans. I hadn't. Like, I watched uh, the old Cartoon Network show as a kid, and it was pretty cool. And then they did Teen Titans Go, and I don't like that at all. Right. But it's a the, little uh, younger audience. But I went back and to the Perez Wolfman years, and I've got I've collected a bunch of their work, and it's it's really dope. I like it a lot. George Perez needs to learn how to say no. Uh, he has now. He has a new <laughs> policy at cons. That is ridiculous. So kind of glad I didn't get to meet him, so I didn't lose uh, lose that signed by Wolfman and him. Yeah, just did I, get, yeah. Did I, get, I got him signed something, didn't I? Perez. Perez. Yeah. There's no way, dude. No. That that line was like eight oh, hours that's long. Right. That's yeah. the one. That's how I remember it. Yeah, because he just lets people show up with five suitcases so they can. And yeah, literally sit there and sign stuff for one person all day. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, that should be out in the spring. Uh, it'll be the. One that comes after Justice League Dark, so I'm sure we'll get a featurette and a trailer when sure. Dark comes out. Um, I think it's funny you when talk. Does Dark come out uh, shortly. Is it next month? Is it next month? I think January? it's January, January, okay. February. I think it's funny you talk about the teaser poster, and I meant to talk about this because it came out a week ago or more. Was the uh, Prometheus sequel? Oh yeah, and they just laid out this giant poster that's just a xenomorph um, xenomorph, like straight on and that like answered so many questions that so many people had about what they were doing with it and everything i just thought it says run at the bottom (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think it's just like all right people we're gonna make the connection now shut up yeah (laughs) you know and and i think that uh that was pretty cool well and there was something that they 
Because I have a buddy, Charles, who's really into that series. Uh, and he said Army some- Charles? Yeah. Okay. He said something about them uh, m- splitting up the continuity, basically, to where this movie, while it it doesn't it doesn't necessarily serve as a direct sequel to Prometheus, it's going to be a bridge, uh, right? But it takes place after Aliens and before Alien Three, and then like Alien Resurrection is just like. A fucking far off joke that everybody's yeah. laughing at. Well, I thought that was Alien Three. I don't know. Can't remember. I can't remember. A- I like, Alien Three was. James are, I'd have to my do good some friend James were, were big fans of this series, and we tried to tie it all together and figure it all out. And it, it just a- Alien Three was the prison movie right. with uh, Fincher. Yeah, David Fincher did. Yeah. So, but okay, I hadn't heard that before. And but yeah, there's there's something weird about this movie and where it actually where it actually falls in line in continuity. Right, it's supposed to be like so much later after Prometheus that Naomi Rupice or whatever her name is isn't going to be around yeah. and it's just going to be David, yeah. uh, Michael Fassbender fake trailers in something, so. All right, but anyway, I think it's interesting that we've gotten as a culture we you know we hear the idea we we know it's coming and then the one little you know they can they can satisfy us so much like with Spider-Man we got 18 seconds and everybody's jerking off all over their laptops. Oh, yeah. I mean you get a teaser poster now and then you get you know we get 3 seconds of a teaser that's going to get you know released 3 weeks from now teaser, and everybody's just like oh my god what does this mean what does this mean and I wish they just you know and like 3 people get together and just talk about it for hours and hours it's just like what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> So, but it's those kind of people that bring us here week after week. So, thank you. Right. <laughs> Why don't we go on to uh, do, get into our television recap, so boys? We're calling this Paradise. Prometheus Two is called Paradise. No, you're finding a bunch of fake shit. God, I hate this. <laughs> well, don't search for it. I now. thought everything on the internet was real. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you have to go to your trusted sites. Um. All right. So we had a pretty Television. pretty good week in Gotham. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get into some Gotham, which is, aired its uh, mid season finale. Yeah, and it's gonna be coming back mid late January, I think, somewhere I so. right around. M- I think the MLK week or something, yeah. place like that. But uh, I liked it. I thought it was a really good episode. Um, you saw um, Lee and Mario get uh, hitched and. Jim does everything he possibly can to avoid them getting married because Mario got infected by Tetch with Alice's blood. So Jim figures that out, and then somehow or another Mario goes to the blood lab to figure out how to uh, pass the blood test that Lucius's, which I thought was hilarious. Donald Logue was just like, what's the result, Lucius's? (laughs) That he figures out when it's way too late to uh, do anything that there's a way to beat the blood test that they came up with. And um, Jim finds out where they're at. They're out at uh, Falcone's cabin out in the middle of nowhere. And, of course, they they leave it with him shooting Mario coming up behind Lee. And the only thing Lee sees is Jim shooting Mario. And the knife that Mario had because he was going to kill Lee ends up in the lake. And so now it's just like, oh, my God. So now it's another everybody against Jim because he did the right thing, but nobody saw it, and everything looks terrible for Jim. Naturally. And then uh, we get into Bruce's world. Yeah. And well, this was a very bad, like, 
Batman early training, like <laughs> very had a yeah. fucking grappling hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had him helping Catwoman cross a tight wire. He's gonna walk, yeah, walk the tight wire. Oh, uh, I gotta call bullshit on that. There's no way that boy is holding that rope tight enough and long enough for her to walk across it. And why would he have to? Why doesn't he just He's not off? fully Batman yet. He doesn't understand <laughs> these things. And so that gives him the... Kid. He's as tall as Alfred is in the show. Yeah, he's scrawny yeah, there. Yeah, there's just no need. He could have tied that off. What, what, Brian, what do you think about them bringing in Catwoman's mom? I don't know why. Was she... I meant to ask this. Was she? Is she somebody from something before? I don't think so. She's not canon. I meant to go look for. No, I just meant the actress. Was she? Oh yeah, yeah. She is. I'll look it up. You know, like they do with all the Lois Lanes and Uh, and and Clark Kent's mom. She's no Catwoman. I recognize. No, she. She's. Um. She is somebody. Like in one of the movies, or I. I I had a feeling that that was one of those moments where they. You know, just like a fan shout out or a little Easter egg. Well, just like in Supergirl, her mom is Supergirl, Supergirl from the movie. Dean and, Kane's yeah. Lois and Clark. You know, it's it, they they tend to do that when they get a little bit older and throw them back in there. And they've done it a lot with the Batman and Superman. So okay, and movies. so what do you think about them dropping her in there at the end? Uh, I mean, I'm glad. I like. I don't know. Maybe it pushes the story a little bit, but it'll be a very very low-key subtract from the actual overall plot. You think so? Yeah, I just don't see what that could add or take away unless somehow her mom is in the Court of Owls or has worked with the Court of Owls. Don't you think this is going to be where she gets all of her training? Dude, she's already pretty much a badass. Like, I don't <laughs> understand like where her mom would need to come in. It's not like she can go Super Saiyan. I think it's interesting that they're bringing in a character that um, is new to them, which, I mean, they've done throughout, but... It's like Butch and Tabitha aren't characters in the main Batman storyline either. Right, true. So... I mean, it's definitely something they have to do to set We don't know this time period at all, so they can bring in and do whatever they want. I just don't know what the point was. She just was... We'll find out. Well, she was the one watching them. Right. So... And she had kind of the whole outfit, right, with the goofy Some hat and everything. Hat and little, she looked uh, like Carmen Miranda, or where was Carmen <laughs> San Diego? San Diego, yeah, that's what she looked like. Maybe that, maybe that's who she is. Maybe that's and she's been cross. off traveling all this time, but she's just coming back. The crossover. She had the little ascot and the hat. <laughs> I think I'm onto something. Uh, so I don't know. I, th- I think it's going to come back pretty strong. I, I think so. And- I, uh, Ivana Melissa Fint of Banshee Banshee, that's what she was from has been cast um, so she she does have some am I supposed to know what Banshee is? Banshee was that show on uh, Stars I think um, hang on a second okay we're looking at that so Prometheus is it, it's Alien Covenant it's not Prometheus 2 uh, right that's right okay yeah. yeah that's a cool poster I finally found it, by the way. Jeez. Coming out in May. But it doesn't look like Ridley Scott has anything to do with this one. So, that was his his director. He wasn't listed. Under Ridley's page, it wasn't listed that he was a director for this. Michael Michael Fassbender comes back, and I don't know who else is in it. Okay. Well, we'll save that. Uh, 
but as well in it, uh, you know, we saw, I thought it was kind of whack that, you know, we finally find out that the masked dude that's chasing them down is Talon. Or right. And then he promptly dies. Yeah, and then he promptly gets yeah. a knife up his fucking throat from Alfred. Yeah. So we figure out who he is, he's gone. <coughs> so that was kind of cool. But we did get to uh, see, um, you know, Nygma call out a penguin and find out that he, uh, the penguin did have a thing for him. He's got a little man crush. Kind of tricked him into it, and now he's not happy about it. Nygma seems to be a little homophobic and has figured out that penguin was probably behind the. Ah, I was going to say, I don't know if it's homophobia as much as he just figured out that he killed the love of his life. Right, well, the second love of his life. I did think it was interesting that Nygma went to Babs and Tabs and um, Butch. Struck up a deal there. Yeah. Oh, enemy of my enemy. Sorry about your hand. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the fact that you cut it the fuck off. Which was amazing. He got it back on. <laughs> yeah. She's even able to use it at all. She's bitching about not even being able to hold a knife. I can't I was really like, hold uh, my knife. Yeah. It's been a it's week. Like, you got your hey, hand back. Yeah. Just, just Be great count your blessings. Count your blessings. Right. <laughs> yeah. Butch ought to go, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I do like the fact that Gotham has got all of these facets going on with the different storylines, and everybody's kind of onto their own, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think they're doing that this year more so than in seasons past. Okay. So, which I really do like. What I am not liking is the Uh-oh. consistent shitting on Jim Gordon. <laughs> because I feel like by the time that we actually get to our Jim Gordon... If things go the way they've been going, I'd give a giant middle finger to Gotham and be out of there. By the you time want me they... to do what? Yeah. No, I'm good. Me and so. my mustache are going elsewhere. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, like, we talked about it before. Or it's just, it's another case of now Jim, again, looks like a bad guy. And somehow he's going to have to How's please, he going to have any credibility left case. to be a commissioner, yeah. you know? So, well, I mean, they should be able to at this point prove that he had Tetch's blood. So, yeah, one would think. So now they have his body and they know how he covered it up, and that should be enough for Lee to know that something was up. Exactly. I don't think I don't think they'll make him stew in this one very long. (laughs) Uh, So another big thing that we had happen last week was the uh, CW crossover, the giant CW crossover. So we had a four-parter this year. Since they brought Supergirl in on Mondays, then we had Flash on Tuesday, Arrow Wednesday, and Legends on Thursday to wrap it all up. Uh, I was completely blown away. I thought this was some of the best television. I thought it was pretty cool. It was it was definitely a lot of fun. It, it there was a lot of things un there was some weird stuff going on. I mean, now, I did have, you originally read this series and collect it when it was released? No, like, in the 80s? I don't think so. Um, I remember it happening. I didn't. It wasn't something that I, that I did. Um, but just the 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 whole thing about what's going on in terms of who, what, where, and when. So I did a little bit of reading. And so Supergirl's Earth is supposed to be dubbed Earth thirty eight. Thirty eight, right? You know, in reference to the original uh, comic book release of nineteen thirty eight. Okay, I was wondering about it, because they always throw in the 52. Yeah, so the 38 comes from where Superman was released. Um, so they bring Supergirl over, and he brings her in. So her episode had almost nothing to do with the invasion, Well, right? and so, yeah, so I was a little butthurt after watching that, because I was yeah. like, I you know, I expected, like, something big. It was and, basically a stinger at the end. And, well, it come, come to find out, 
that was Supergirl's mid-season finale. Right. So they wanted to focus more so in on her, right. her storyline, and then tied it in. But tied it's in like, invasion. But so the one question that the one thing they did bring up and establish <coughs> in the Stinger end tie-in was that the alien, the Dominators, were looking for Monel. Right. Where? The they said we must find Monel. I don't remember that. In the in Supergirl they said in that? Supergirl at the end there. I'd have to go back. And that never came back around. Because I don't think it was said. Maybe I was sleeping when I watched. Well, you could have been. <laughs> I watch a lot of things when I'm trying to sleep. So. No, but I think if we go back and watch it, we'll see. I'll pull out your phone. And then in so so Supergirl comes into Barry's world. He brings her over, right? Yeah, in the Flash. So there, I don't think we're talking. I don't think Barry's world is necessarily Earth One. Hang on a second. Do they remember each other from the first time yes. that they got yeah, together? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. So he comes calling because he says, he says, uh, I remember that time I came and helped you out. He's like, right. Now I need assistance. And okay. She's like, well, what are we up against? Yeah. With nice. her hands on her hips, and so. They, she bring, they, he brings her over, introduces her to everybody, and no one recognizes the symbol on her chest. No one recognizes no. that she's a Kryptonian. No one recognizes the powers that she has. And I'm pretty certain that means there's no Superman in Barry's world. I would, I mean, you would have to assume at this point, or that he's not here yet. And it could very well be a thing that happens later, because we've talked about, I mean, when they go through and find like all the HGs, you know, and the fact that um, we won't talk about this week's episode, but they do, you know, spoiler alert, they do bring back uh, Jay Garrick Flash. Yeah. And he talks, you know, they talk about Christmas and how it's celebrated on other Earths. Right. So, like, things are done differently and there are different well, I'm starting versions. To, you know, maybe our Superman versus Batman Earth is going to be prime. Oh, God. The one I that, hope they don't try to The do one that. that Batman foresees in his dream is going to be. A different one. A different what? Earth. Are you, are you saying they're actually going to try to tie in the cinema and the TV? I mean, well, I think this is the maybe multi- how they're going to explain it. Yeah, like they uh, have the multiverse theory on their side for it. So they can do this. But it's obvious to me <coughs> is that when they introduce Supergirl, they have no idea what a no, Kryptonian I, is or anything. Yeah. If you got that on your planet anywhere, everyone's going to know about it. Yeah. Especially if you're some sort of pseudo-superhero. And we get to see the... Uh, the, the uh, Future Justice League, possibly. Star Labs. Uh, yeah, Star Labs being the Hall of Justice. Uh, yeah. Straight out of the Super Friends cartoon Straight series. out of it. I mean, it, it pretty much was. They gussied up the animation and, and showed us a picture of it. Must be the back door to Star Labs, because we don't ever see that view of it. Well, they said it was a property that wasn't used anymore, but was still owned by Star Labs. Oh, okay. So, like, it's an abandoned property that they own. That And Barry inherited, apparently, right? Yeah. He He's now like, owns I guess all I that? This. So, um, um... Oh, but in Supergirl, did you catch the Batman reference? Uh, remind uh, me. He talk, She's talking to Mon-El, and... You know, he talks about working with her, and she's like, "Well, I don't know. I've never really worked with anybody." And my cousin tried it once with this guy who used a bunch of crazy gadgets and something like that. And it was a total shout, like, "Yeah, she's talking about Batman." No, so, oh no, she did say. Uh... Uh, but that was cool, and uh, so then I mean, the Flash ultimately started the crossover series, 
really, because then he goes and gets everybody, and we get Team Arrow, Team Flash, Team Legends. Uh, Except we didn't get Citizen or Vixen right away. Not right away, because they were in this... Yeah, Vixen was in... They were left on the ship to take care of it. To take care, or to look over things or whatever. Uh, Which I was kind of upset, you know, that that they weren't going to be involved, especially Citizen, and then... (coughs) Of course, we get him back in, in Arrow. Yeah. And because he's the one that goes, well, no, we don't get him in. Yeah, we do at the end of Arrow. Because then Arrow, sir, that Arrow episode served as its 100th episode for the series. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of neat because they brought back Deathstroke. They brought back the parents. But I had, you know, my other, oh, yeah, so so did we see Arrow in the Flash? Were they already yeah. there? Okay. So the other part of, that bugged me about it was, like, Sometimes Barry, you know, in the same episode, I think, can, like, grab a couple people, move them at lightning speed, out of the way of everything, multiple people, back and forth, get it all done before anything times passed, and he can't seem to move fast enough to grab anybody out of their laser, their, you know, beams when they're getting beamed up. Yeah, that always has. He sits there with his jaw dropped and time <laughs> passing. And everyone's disappearing one at a time, and he can't seem to figure out to start grabbing people and moving them. Right. Yeah, because this... So the, the Flash served as everybody coming together, us finding out the Dominators and who they are, ended with them all getting captured. Then we go to Arrow on Wednesday, and it was all mind games that the Dominators were playing on. Sarah, Oliver, Thea, Diggle, and uh, Ray Palmer. Because they were the only people without superpowers. Right. So they and just so took they, the... Uh, and they took, conveniently enough, they were all on Arrow together. Right. They took the non-metas and and brought them up there. And tried to use... They tried they tried fishing around for information by linking their past encounters together and forming some like happy outcome of a future to where you know the Queen parents are alive... You know, Malcolm's still Malcolm's around and still like a what we thought was a good guy. Uh, Tommy comes back. Laurel Lance is back because Laurel and Oliver are supposed to get married. Yeah, basically, it was a big homecoming for the other yeah. Well, episode, you know, Diggle was Arrow in this thought right. process, and Felicity Smoke was still doing her computer thing. That went on longer than it needed to. I thought. Oh, I thought it was great. I mean, for it being the hundredth episode, it was great to like have everybody come back. Yeah. And granted, we didn't really. There was probably a good. We didn't party really see Manu Bennett playing Deathstroke, but Deathstroke the character was right. actually back, so that was kind of neat. I thought it it was served well, and it served the crossover well, because mm-hmm. then at the end there they they all get out and they come back, and then we go into Legends of Tomorrow where everything wrapped up and just some of the most badass fight scenes on and, and there barry actually figured out how to run fast again and yeah <laughs> put all those little things on all the dominators him and Kara get those yeah the chips that are supposed to take care of the dominators somehow they hit like everywhere in the u.s in a matter of minutes <coughs> and uh <coughs> whole and, world really right uh, yeah the whole i mean and we had citizen uh steel and his costume and you see him going back and forth between, you know, steel skin, regular skin. Uh, you in that costume. You guys talked about that last time. Dude, it, I mean, it looks great. And, like, what they've been doing with Citizen Steel looks either as good or better than Colossus in any of the X-Men <laughs> yeah. movies. Outside or Deadpool. Of, I, I, I thought the Deadpool one looked good. 
but everything else he was just kind of like shittily used and it's like now we can actually see what Colossus could have done if they used him properly in the Singer movies uh, but yeah so it was like all happy-go-lucky everybody comes together we get the time you know obviously since it's Legends there's got to be time travel and you had Agent Smith uh, who captures Steel Vixen and Canary in the yeah. past with the Dominator and then somehow he's still alive in our 2016. And then they, I loved how they ousted him at the end. Uh, that was pretty good. They fucked him up real good. That was nice. Uh, but all in all, I think a great crossover. It was really it good. Was just, it was a lot of fun. It was fun. Good, fun TV. Yeah. And I mean, we've there now. There a lot of things to pick apart, but. We've got Supergirl. It's only a phone call away now. But I swear I'm going to rewatch that. It, that. At the end of Supergirl, I'm pretty certain the Dominators. You see the Dominators in their spaceship, and they're like. We must find Mon- you know, Monel was referenced at that point. No, I think you're wrong on that. I might be. We can check that on here. I've been wrong before. <laughs> uh, Make sure right. we write that so down. Do you, uh, do you want to move on to merchandise? Yeah, I think so. Briefly. All right. You can do that. Ted, you got anything new this week that you're out hunting for? Well, we um, was up north at uh, Keystone. We was. We was up north. We was up north at Keystone and uh, stopped by the Lego store. And um, when you have Lego points on your VIP card... For those and visiting Indianapolis, the Lego store is at Castleton, not Oh, Keystone. my bad. My bad. <laughs> Castleton. When you have VIP points on your... When you have points on your VIP card and your wife finds the discount table, you kind of clean up. So I was able to get the last of the Mighty Micros lines that we needed, which are the Lego minifigs with the little cars around them. And they got the tiny legs. They, yeah, they all have the tiny legs. So Hobbit legs. So yeah, they all have the Hobbit legs, but they all have their little vehicles and stuff. So I ended up getting those for that... Um, complete the first line because they are on clearance because the second line's getting ready to come out and that's the one where we get the thanos and the glove and all the other kind of cool ones that they're expanding on uh so those are really neat and uh we got a couple of different uh, lego christmas sets we got the or um she got me the uh Snow globe that came out for this year, oh. which is completely awesome. Yeah, yeah love it. I and then, mine yet, but it looks great. And then I uh, got the fat Santa. So both of those are complete and sitting up on the mantle. So nice. My Lego uh, nerdum runs deep. I had uh, mom so. actually picked me up the reindeer for the season. Oh, oh I got nice. one of those. Oh, did she? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I did Whoops. get uh, some of those. I have to figure out what I did with them. Well, we could use seven more if you want to get technical. Yeah. Well, nine if you want to count I Rudolph. Have to figure out where I put those. <coughs> well, that's cool. Uh, and all of them were pretty fun build. The yeah, they were. Here. I think out of the uh, the Mighty Micros, my favorites were Bane, uh, Captain Cold, and um, Captain America. Both of those okay. were pretty pretty cool and kind of fun to play with. So. Cool. Uh, Brian, what are you spending your money on? Nothing. It's Christmas time. Nothing. Can't buy it's anything. Time. Not allowed. I'm on buying hiatus. Um, I did manage to decide to pick up a couple of those pack of those num num things we opened up on air. Some 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 just to get a look at those. And and why don't you tell everybody how that went? Oh, I I pulled three uh, falcons. <laughs> 
so now we all have one. <laughs> so yeah, now we all get a shower. Yeah, that this is that. why you take Ted with you when you're doing mystery bag shopping. Uh, you know, I felt them out. I didn't like sit there and stand there forever because I figured, you know, it's a whole big bin of them. Odds are pretty gummy, a couple different ones, and I felt them to, just so that I knew they were all different. Yeah. But someone else had already been mushing around feeling them, so all the packaging inside was turned upside down, the little plastic pieces out of place, and so they felt totally different. Uh, we went up to the Lego store yesterday, and some shady motherfucker was... Who's we? Uh, my friend Ryan Snyder and I. Okay. And this dude was just standing in front of the kiosk that housed the minifig packages and was like up against it so nobody else could look or get in there and he's just feeling bags out and i was like get out of the way man (laughs) what were you getting up there uh we were just browsing because as you said we're kind of on a buying hiatus for the holiday season well i mean what was uh what were the minifigs that were up there uh, they had the Disney. newest series and the Disney ones. Okay, so not the Batman yet. Oh, series. Not the Batman. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. The regular series. I was going to say, newest series, my ass, my ass. Yeah. Uh, but I did, uh, I was fortunate enough to have my mother find the Star Wars advent calendar from Lego. Nice. Uh, but I've been moving for the past week and uh, haven't got to open up yet, so I've got... Well, seven, eight days to catch up on now. So that'll but be that's fun. always fun. Yeah, oh yeah. Do it one. And you got the Star Wars one, you said? I, yeah, I did. Yeah, we I was lucky enough. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get the Star Wars and one. And that one, that's the one that comes with the white Wookiee? A bunch. Yeah. A bunch of minifigures and a couple exclusives. One well, is what I like is they Wookie. don't show a lot of it on the package this year. Yeah. Last year, they showed nearly everything on the package. Oh, really? Yeah. This year, not so much. This well, will be my first advent calendar okay. exploration with it. We, we, we've done it a couple years in a row. We just did the city ones. Like the holiday, yeah. Yeah. And then... This year, I think, was the first year where they did the Star Wars, the city, and then they did a Friends one. Yeah. So, like a... for the little girl line, which was cool. Yeah. So, very nice. Uh, any other merchandise that we're talking about? Or are we just waiting? Basically, we're biding time till Christmas, aren't we, Basically, biding time Well, I did, I did put on my wish list today. I sent to my wife something I saw pop up. It's in my Amazon cart. I'm going to show you guys here. This isn't Santa list advertising time. Yeah, I know, but no, she already knows about it. But uh, uh, the higher end helmet, the who does the higher end uh, helmet replicas? Sideshow. No, not that high end. The like eighty dollar ones. I'm not sure. I'm not. Just give me a second. It's not the band. uh, It's not Bandai. No, it's a it's a it's the dark trooper mask. Okay. From uh, Battlefield, or Battlefront. Oh, okay. Uh, just came out, and... Dang, where'd it go? Speaking of... Oh, there it is. The Stormtrooper helmet. This thing's badass. 75 bucks. It changes your voice. I oh, want to wear this Amazon the movie next exclusive. week. Yeah, it's an Amazon exclusive. <laughs> it's the Black Series Shadow Trooper. Black Series. It's it's a Black Series product, so... Yeah. But uh, That's pretty cool looking. Speaking of stormtrooper mask, oh that is badass. Uh, I posted that video oh today God. of the little kid oh wearing the stormtrooper yeah, helmet that, going to school. Yeah, and, a wreck it oh my God! I started, I, like, I started crying. That was so awesome. I just tapped me on the shoulder. That was a, me if everything was okay. Absolutely that, love that. That was a very well done commercial. Stupid internet. Ugh. All right, boys. All right, well let's hit that last question. The last here. question. 
Well, let's bring on the last question. We asked it. I asked it last night on the uh, on the Facebook page, which is something we hope we think we're going to start doing from now on. Is posting that prior to the us uh, recording the episode, so that we can get some feedback from our uh, minions. And this spawned because I was watching Force Awakens last night. Brandy and I were sitting on the couch and. We're watching the part where Han and Kylo are on the bridge, and he kills him, and then uh, Chewbacca takes a shot and hits Kylo. And I say to her, man, that had to kill Chewbacca to not kill him like that. And so it brought on the question of, did Chewbacca miss on purpose? Brendan? I say, I say no. I say what he... I say what he did was, and we talked about this, was that Kylo has, you know, from the very jump of the movie, we can see that he can stop laser beams. Blaster bolts. Or blaster bolts or however you want to, whatever ammunition is coming out of your futuristic space gun. (laughs) Seems like he could stop it. And so it seems like since he was kind of taken off guard by it, he would have deflected like last minute, but it didn't in time and he still got hit. No, his grandfather's able to deflect blaster bolts as well. Yeah. He's he's able to, you know. I so we started texting back and forth last night why we were uh, discussing this, and and the argument ensued. And uh, hey, Brandy's home. 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 <laughs> Sorry, we're waiting for her to come in. It's all right. So we started going back and forth, and my feeling is that. Yeah, Chewbacca probably had some feelings for Kylo as Ben when he was growing up, and Dali carried around on his shoulder and was there when he walked. And wow, hold on. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Ted's porn loop started up. It's all right. Uh, and but in that moment, I think Chewbacca fired at will. Trying, you know, he was mad. He just saw this guy disembowel his best friend, who he owes a life debt to. This guy, that is his nephew. That is his. Yeah. That is he's Uncle Chewie, man. Yeah, but it. If 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 he was just trying to wound him, that was a terrible way in time to try to do it because the odds were greater that. If he hit him in any way, he was going to fall off that catwalk and go right after his dad. It, it, he's not. What does that matter? You that, tried to bring that up last night. I didn't well, understand that point. If, if, if he's you shooting get hit, but if you get hit with a blaster bolt and you're standing on a foot and a half wide catwalk, you're liable to get shoved or pushed or trip or flinch, and down you go. What if you hit him in the leg? Down he goes. What if you hit him in the shoulder really square? Over he goes. You know, there's too many chances that he's going to take him out anyway. That was a kill shot. Kylo just went fully dark because he did the one thing he had to do to to relieve himself of the light side yeah. was killing his father. So he's got, you know, he's swelling with dark force power anyway at that point. Mm. Anything coming at him, he could easily deflected. The bowcaster has to be, the, the trigger has to be held for a few seconds to charge the bolt. It, it's not a quick-fire weapon. He quick-fires that weapon, so it's not its strong bolt that he gets when he sends stormtroopers across the yard. But those guys are also a lot closer than where the and shot that he took. And it was a very took. far shot with a bunch of smoke in the air, and Chewie's enraged, and he's yelling. I'm, he, he doesn't take time to make to take aim. He grabs his blaster and fires. 
that's my point. Is it that wasn't he doesn't like a sniper take, kill shot. Right. He doesn't take the time to do that because he doesn't want to kill the kid. Well, you're I saying say, like you're, you, you that said, he's trying yeah. to shoot him to wound him. Right, I yes. Say, I say he's shooting him to kill him. He's shooting him to kill him because you would have to take far more time, far, be far more precise about a wound shot if you're intentionally trying to wound somebody. Yeah, like that then would be you precision. Would, then you would if you're just trying to shoot at somebody and you wound them. No, the body is a bigger target. Not therefore, him. He's, a you, not him. he's a rail. A bigger target. He's not a fucking Wookiee. All right, my point. And he's in a black robe on a black background on a black catwalk. I mean, no. Nope. Emotions. Shot, emotions got the better of Chewbacca. He no. shot to kill. Damn it. No, he didn't. Chewbacca, his emotions for wanting to Chewbacca kill him would is, outweigh his Chewbacca's emotions. Chewbacca's still an animal. He's going to react. He's more beast than man. <clears throat> he's going to react in a more aggressive way. He's a guy that rips arms off of Gundars. Right. He's not going for to, cheating in chess. He's no. not going to let this guy get away with not trying to kill him. No. He's gone fully dark at this point. If Chewbacca's thinking I, I that much about it, he's also thinking that much about it and knows he has to take him out now, why he can. I don't think that he's gone full dark. That's at this what he point. had to do to go that's dark. What, I mean, like that's a, why he killed Han. I was like, oh, cool, this is the last thing Help I gotta do. Help me do the thing Blah. I need to do to get past this. Nah, I still think he was caught up in that moment. And the thing he had no. to do was off his dad, because that's what he was holding about. Sorry, like, if Grayson kills Brian, and I have a bowcaster up in the gallery, I'm shooting the kill. <laughs> Love the little guy, but... Yeah. You know what I mean? You kill one of my BFFs, you're going down, son. No. I'm not looking to aim. Especially, I understand yeah. your catwalk theory now. Yeah. Because it's it makes a lot more sense when he just explained it that yeah, way. Yeah, if if you get shot in the toe, you're liable to you're liable to fall off that the fucking edge. thing and fall. You can't on place a shot. You can't say he took the time and fired at the bowcaster and aimed and did all this stuff in his moment of his greatest rage ever to do a purposeful <laughs> one shot. His rage, I think, that, is more that, a one shot that's not going to kill him. That's not going to knock him off the catwalk. That's. There's no way. I, I think you're. I think you're playing way Plus, too much. Plus, it would much. be just horrible. You, you, it's horrible storytelling to kill him now. Oh, I agree 100. percent I'm not saying that they should have killed Kylo Ren right then no, and there. Talking, I I agree with that. Right now. Right. But yeah. you are throwing way too much logic and way too much physics at an argument in a series where all of that Who shit is, is thrown up. You are who's saying it's got to be this precise shot. You're trying, yeah. You're trying to, no, 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 you're no, no, trying no. to pull emotions <laughs> out of a motherfucker that can't speak a word of English and comes from another planet in a different galaxy. Hey, so everybody can logical. understand him except for us. <laughs> I'm just saying the dude. Well, you're too what one he was right doing. now. He, he, he knew what he was doing. He didn't kill him on purpose. No. No. Yes. I'm right, you're wrong. No, nope. we got two to one here. This, is, this is as much as Han shot first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think... Chewie shot I, to kill. No, I think he uh, missed on purpose. That was, it. that was his little buddy. He mm. knew Han. No, Han was his little buddy. Well, you know what? We, we will have the privilege of finding out over the next couple of years. So. so Chewbacca wouldn't have wanted to kill Vader if he had the chance? Just because he's... You know, he would have. Everybody tried to kill Vader. Yeah, they all would have killed him. If Jar Jar Binks came back, he wouldn't try to kill him. <laughs> He'd remember Annie. <laughs> he would, yeah, he would have remembered him, for sure. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I just think uh, the Wookiee is an emotional animal. Uh, well, here's where you're wrong. So get on our Facebook post about this. Weigh in. <laughs> we, we need some uh, and help us prove Ted wrong again. The whole reason why we I, do this. I want more than just because I say so. <clears throat> That's all I'm saying. There's well, gotta be I, more to it. I don't think it. we're ever getting a definitive answer to this because I don't think it was ever intended to be a well, question. No, I mean, all of our closing questions, none of them are. Well, I mean, I don't think it was something that, that when they wrote the script and they planned it this way that it was supposed to be a well a Chewbacca's overall subject no I agree the, but I mean come it on doesn't that, want to kill him kill him you you can't make that argument because the three six previous movies those this, these are the topics that people argue about fucking Kevin Smith built a career o- over arguing about this <laughs> shit well I'm saying you can argue about it I'm just saying we're not going to get a definitive no, answer never oh be no a, I agree yeah, that's 100% shot first because we, yeah. all, know that we all know that that's all true alright continue the debate online look for us on Facebook uh, at Nerdspeak and where are we on Instagram and Twitter Brennan we are at Nerdspeak one word underscore uh, you can find us there, and if you're on Twitter and feel like you have a viable versus question for all three of us, or if you have one for each, or you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss, you can hit us with the hashtag NerdVS. NerdVS. Nerd and Brian, what's our website again? Website is nerdspeak.one.one. All the other good ones were taken, and it sounded kind of cool. So, <laughs> because we're number one, damn it. That's right. one and nerdspeak. Patreon one. backslash uh, patreon.com backslash nerdspeak. If you want to help uh, keep this th- ship afloat, kick us a few shekels, get some bucks, and we'll say your name. And you know that's pretty cool to hear on the uh, internet's radio. Oh yeah, we'd like to so. thank our first Patreon supporter, Corey Christensen. Also, Corey Christian. Christensen. <laughs> Christian. Jeez. Sorry. Also, it, first time caller. First time caller. <laughs> First time caller. And uh, we do got to give some love. His wife has been sick, and she's doing a lot better now, so that's awesome to hear. So, Woo. All right. I think that's going to do it for, what do we say, episode, episode nine? nine? That's nine. it. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will uh, hit you up next week. Double digits next week. That's Ooh. right. Ooh, we're growing up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good one. Fix it, and I'm tuning in, and I'm gonna enter in and up under your skin like a splinter, the center of attention. Back for the winner, I'm interesting. The best things in wrestling, investing in your kids' ears and nesting. Testing, attention, please. Feel the tension soon as someone mentions me. Here's my ten cents, my two cents is free. A nuisance, who sent? You sent for me? Now this looks like a job for me.